Hello, you are listening to the Bethel Atlanta Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com. Good morning, Bethel Atlanta. Uh, Good to be with you guys this morning, uh, sitting in your living rooms, uh, hanging out. I hope you're enjoying a a good cup of coffee, uh, a tea. Uh, whatever, you're, uh, whatever you enjoy, maybe it's just a glass of ice water, maybe you're eating breakfast, who knows. But uh, it's super good to be with you guys this morning and, uh, and share. Um, I've got uh, uh, a little something, the Lord was just kind of been stirring, uh, stirring uh, on me uh, this morning in a little bit of a context of some stuff we've been just uh, going over and pursuing. But um, I want to kind of share with you guys um, just a little bit about being disciples uh, it seems like it w- will be uh, probably a little bit like, you know, maybe less uh, profound, but uh, that's okay. We're, we're good if it's not necessarily profound. I think uh, uh, what I love, if you're like me at all, what I love is uh, really to get to learning about how things work. Uh, for me, if I can understand and learn how things work, it actually empowers and enables me to, you know, uh, uh, embrace something, do something, uh, excel in something, succeed in something, fill in the blanks uh, better. Now, depending on what kind of a learner you are, right, that'll just depend on whether that works for you. But uh, what I thought I'd do this morning is just kind of go through and uh, talk a little bit about being disciples, what it is, how, how it works. Um, and because I think, I think what happens is I think we're, um, we're probably more more... Well, let me not get into that yet. Let's, uh, uh, I'm getting ahead of the game, so let's just, let's just start here. Uh, we're going to go to Matthew uh, 28, verse that everyone, I'm sure, is very familiar with. Uh, 28, verse, we'll start halfway through 18, and we'll just read through 19 and 20. So Jesus is speaking. It's literally the last verse in Matthew. So after the resurrection, uh, he comes and he says to them, he says to the disciples, all authority has been given to me. In heaven and earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So I was just kind of like chewing on disciples. Discipleship's been a big topic recently uh, for us. And so I was just kind of chewing on uh, uh, this morning about this verse. And and kind of what disciples are and, and, and kind of the, the progression of, of how it works. And as I thought about it, I, I had this thought. And the thought was, somewhere when I read this verse, I, there's a little bit of an implication, and this might just be me, but like there's a little bit of an implication that people aren't disciples, that we're to make them disciples. I mean, that's kind of how it sounds, right? They're, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They go therefore and make disciples. So, so kind of like I have read or, or interpreted the verse to me and like we're to make people be disciples. Well, I had this thought this morning once I started kind of thinking through the progression of what disciple, being a disciple is, uh, discipleship. Um, you know, as I was just kind of chewing through it, I thought, oh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know that we aren't disciples I think he's actually giving us a command to make disciples of Jesus. Instructing them, as he says in the following verse, right? Observing them in all I command you. 
teaching them to observe all that I command you. So he's actually instructing us to get, make disciples of nations, people, people groups. Um, not that we would cause them to be disciples. And so I'll, I'll let you in on my thought process on that, but just had that thought kind of go through my mind. And then I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So if we're thinking through, what is it to be a disciple? You know, when, when we look up, you know, in the Greek, uh, make disciples of all nations, uh, the, the Greek verse, you know, gets translated as, you know, make uh, uh, people to become followers. And typically, specifically to be followers um, of, uh, um, what is it here? To be followers of precepts and instructions. So we know some, we've probably heard this, right? A disciple is a learner. Uh, it's someone who learns things, follows things. All that requires for someone to be uh, able to be influenced, if that makes sense. Like, if we're to be a disciple, uh, I'm being influenced by some other content. If we're just going to like give a clear, cut and dry explanation of what what the disciple disciple process is, uh, we are learners, followers. We are being influenced by a certain set of precepts and instructions, and specifically, as Jesus commands, He says, "Hey." I want you to teach them to observe all that I have commanded you. So those are the specific precepts and instructions, if you will, if we're going to kind of pair it to the verse we're reading. But in and of its core, a disciple is a learner, a follower, someone who's influenced by some content, right? So as I'm thinking about that, I'm like, oh, that's not, that's nothing new. We're that way even outside of the kingdom, so to speak. Like even, that's not like, Jesus makes us disciples. He makes us disciples of him. The apostles, the disciples made, uh, went through the book of Acts. You know, it says that they went about making disciples of, of Jesus. So what kind of the instructions we're getting from Jesus is, hey, make disciples that follow me, that follow the kingdom, that follow the father. Um, and so as I started playing that out, I'm like thinking, oh, well, if that's the case, then we're all followers. We're all influenceable. We're all teachable. We're all learners to, of something to some degree. And I mean, obviously, we can look at today's information age and be like, man, there's a mass consumption of, of learning happening. There's a mass consumption of, uh, of uh, uh, receiving information, of learning, of being influenced, of being taught in some way, shape, or form. So I actually think God actually designed us specifically to be disciples. Whether we'll be disciples of Jesus or not is another question. And that, of course, is the last verse in the chapter. Make disciples of all nations, teaching them to observe and, and follow all that I have instructed you. So that's where he's getting, drawing us in, right? So that's the kind of the connection with the verse. But, but let's just talk a little bit more about being disciples, about being, if this is the case, if we are you know, we have the ability to be discipled by anybody. We ha because innate in us is something uh, uh, where we are naturally learning, growing. We're naturally wanting information. We're naturally uh, uh, taking on thoughts. We're taking on a variety of things. So then the big question is, if, if we have the option to decide who are we influenced by, we got a question then, who will we be influenced by? Who will we be discipled by? We know the right answer. But if we can understand how this process works, I think what would probably reveal is how much we are not discipled by Jesus because 
we didn't realize that's what was happening when we were doing that, opening up to letting ourselves be influenced otherwise. Does that make sense? I can't hear you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, trust. So trust, trust is a, is a thing here. Trust plays in. As I was trying to unpacking this, I'm like, oh, where is it that we get influenced? And where do I, you know, I kind of, uh, a, a student of mine had used to use this uh, explanation of a satellite dish. And is like, where do I put my dish to kind of like gather uh, information or content or, or whatever? And it's like, if you can imagine that as like, okay, where am I going to be discipled by as a dish? Where am I going to point that to gather? Most often what we're doing when we're pointing that somewhere is driven by trust. Somewhere we trust something more than we trust ourselves, and therefore we are gathering that information from said place. So go with me. I know we're dry. We're just bare bones, like stripping it just to get to the, the, the principles, if you will, of what's happening. Uh, again, it's so empowering. Again, this is just the way I work, but it's so empowering for me to understand this piece because then I can actually utilize it to then ask the question, well, where will I point my dish, so to speak? So so what I wrote was trust establishes a highway and value uses the highway to be influenced or for influence. So we'll explain that. Trust establishes the highway. So when we begin to, I'm going to be a disciple of Jesus, it's like I trust Jesus, therefore establish this highway where I'm pointing my dish, if you will, and I'm going to receive information, you know, what he said, his teachings and his commands, the precepts, the instructions. I'm going to receive from him. I establish a highway. But the value is what uses the highway. So I trust him, but now I actually value what he's saying. I value what he's doing. I value, uh, you know, whatever it is, X, Y, Z. And because the value is, depending on how how high the value is for what's happening will depend on how much I use that highway, so to speak, because I've already established the trust. So it's easy to use this with Jesus, right? I mean, he's trustworthy. We can say he's trustworthy. Of course, we, we know that's the right answer. We know it's the right answer that uh, I want to be his disciple. I want to be influenced by him. But when the, the real question is, is do I value what he's saying more than I value some other place that maybe I've established some highways? So if this is the case, uh, trust would establish this highway, value uses it, um, the things, when I begin to get influenced, depending on Jesus or wherever I get influenced, because we're all getting influenced, then the question, uh, uh, kind of how this plays out, is that influence that is affecting me or being drawn into me, uh, it shapes, it guides, it directs, and it leads my life. So like my thoughts, my behaviors, my values, my beliefs, my choices, my actions, uh, my whole being is actually shaped by where I place or where I receive influence. And that's, if we're going backwards, that's established through some trust. I put trust on Jesus. I let him shape and influence. I receive all the content. All, let him influence me, guide me, lead me, direct me. Affects my thoughts, behaviors, values, choices, my action. Affects my whole being. Uh, uh, ideally, when this plays out well and I'm a disciple of Jesus, then it affects my being and I start reflecting and looking a lot like Jesus. I start looking a lot like the Father. I start looking like the Holy Spirit. Uh, I begin to, the end result then is uh, I begin to have an impact on the world around me 
in a way that's not normal to the world because it's from a different world, the kingdom, right? So it impacts the world, it impacts legacy, my kids' kids are affected, uh, it impacts culture, my normal, the normal that I'm creating, uh, and then it affects my relationships, the people I have connection with, uh, all, all, all this, all this, who I'm a disciple of will directly impact my experience on the earth as well as my impact on the earth. It directly affects all of it. Um, Hope we didn't go too fast through that, but then the question is, is who, who will you or who do you trust? W- will we, and then I guess the other question is, is what kind of being do you want to be? If this is affecting my whole being, this whole process, I am a disciple of Jesus. I am a disciple of, and we wouldn't say it like that, right? But here's how it'll play out. Let's, let's just talk about it in real terms. Um, you know, some news broadcast shares something and then I'm like, oh, that's true. I trust this news broadcast. That's why they're in my Facebook feed. I trust them. And so I've followed them. It's interesting. I follow them. Oh, I'm being influenced by them and that we're followers of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow them. And now I'm like, I am being influenced by them. And now I, because of that trust, it builds this highway and I have a value Maybe they're sharing about something that I, it resonates in my, in my spirit or resonates in my soul or resonates in my experience in life. Right, wrong, or indifferent. We're not talking about right or wrong here. We're just talking about how this works out. I trust that. And as I do, because of that value, I begin to receive information and let it shape and affect my thoughts. I'll probably likely take on the thought processes of what I'm allowing to influence me. You know, people said, you know, you hang around the people you want to be like because you will be like the people you hang around. Like, this is the same thing. It's not any different. It's as I begin to let this in, I begin to take on the, the thoughts, the beliefs, the values, uh, 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 you know, the, uh, and then that affects my choices, my actions. So what I'm allowing in to influence me, I am in essence being a disciple of. Because that's what it means to be a learner. That's what it means to be a follower. Whatever I point this at and and create this highway to allow it to influence me. Now, the real big question is, is will we allow that to, to override or rise above my being a disciple of Jesus? And, you know, obviously we've got a wild season in our day and age right now, a lot of content out there. There's a whole lot of information out there. There's a lot of really good information out there. There's a lot of stuff that I trust, that I want to trust. There's a lot of stuff that actually resonates with my experience in life. None of that means it's true. It just means it's real in the term of fact. Truth has to come from the kingdom. It has to come from Jesus. And therefore, in, in a society or a time where it's super easy to be very influenced by anything around us, the real question is, is will we be disciples of Jesus over being disciples of the world? Because we will look like the people we follow. And I think when we start unpacking Jesus and his life, Jesus didn't look like the people that he was in in, in society with. He didn't look like the culture he was in 
drop down inside of. He didn't look like the people he was around. The people around him started looking like him. Jesus was, a, was the ultimate representation of what it would be to be a disciple. He was a disciple of the Father. I only do what I see the Father do. I only say what I hear him saying. Like, that approach, that position, that posture of, I will be a disciple of the Father, changed the world. Society had, there were many uh, 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 pressures, uh, society, culture, the people, the norms of the day, uh, pressures, even traditions. There is so much going on in Jesus' time that as he begins to walk amongst the society and culture of the day, he didn't, re- he didn't mimic it. He didn't look like it. He looked like something completely different, which in that time actually looked like hope. It looked like joy. It looked like expectation of something. Uh, it looked like promise. He, 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 he radically impacted the world. It's, it's such an understatement. Here, here we are because of that. Because his ability to point his dish to the Father, to lay a highway and to have a value for the Father above, a value for what was happening, no matter how real it was and no matter how factual it was. You know, you think of when they brought to him and, you know, the, uh, uh, the coin and was like, hey, do we pay taxes here? Is this what, are we doing this? And Jesus is like, he's not ignoring the norm. He's giving a higher standard. yes. And then I'll give, then I expect more. Yes, pay taxes to, to Caesar, but also give me your life. You can unpack that verse later, but that's where it goes. Like, he's not, he, he wasn't driven by the pressures of the norms of the day. He was driven by the Father and the voice of the Father. And, and it, this is a season where it's just absolutely imperative to be led by the Father, to be led by Jesus to be led by the Holy Spirit, to be disciples of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, to be disciples, to be followers, to be uh, intentional about it. Because if we're not intentional, you're gonna follow somebody. Who's that the great Bob Dylan said, right? You're gonna serve somebody. Like, we're, we're gonna follow. We're gonna look like something. Like, it might be shocking, but most of our thoughts in our head aren't our own, and not because they're God's, but because someone put them there, because we've been influenced and shaped, affected by culture, society, church, school, media, our normal, our country, wherever you grew up. Like, all of that plays into our perspective, the way we see, the way we think, our worldview. It might be shocking, but most of it's not truth with a capital T. Most of it's fact because it was a real experience. But we've been called to make disciples of Jesus, to, to bring a supernatural reality to the world, to bring uh, uh, solutions to a, a hurting, dying world, to, to rise this, bring the standard up, function at a standard higher than our world. And if we don't let, allow the Father to reshape the way we think and we, the way we behave, we won't, we won't do any impact any different than what's already happening. 
it has to come from kingdom. It has to come from Jesus. It has to come from the Father. It has to become empowered through the Holy Spirit. Like, that's the only way supernatural reality makes a natural manifestation, for, so to speak. Like, is when we're following him, when we're letting him influence us above and beyond anything else, no matter what is happening around us. But it requires us to be intentional. You know, it's real easy to get caught up in, in um, just being followers, following whatever, social media, news, media, friends, society, people, your workplace, your family, your, your, own, your own family, uh, 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 your own family you grew up with. Like, we're, we're innate, and it's innate in us to be a follower, even leaders. I was raised, my dad would always say, don't be a follower, be a leader. And it was later I learned, oh, good leaders are actually good followers who have learned how to point their dish in a certain direction, laid a highway for a certain, in a certain place to receive discipline or discipleship that causes them to be something better than they are. Even leaders are followers. It's innate in us to be a follower. The question is, is who will we follow? Because who will follow, will we, look like, will, will, we will look like. What kind of being do we want to be? What kind of human being do we want to be? Do we want to be one that looks like Jesus, that looks like the Father, that shapes the world? Do we want to be one that looks like the culture we live in? It actually is our choice. And that's the piece that I, again, if I understand how it works, is where the empowerment comes from for me personally. I'm like, oh, I actually have a choice in this. I get to choose. Can I watch that, listen to that, follow that without it shaping my core? And if I can't, then I need to put some boundaries on it and maybe make some different decisions. Because the most important thing is that we actually follow Jesus. That we are disciples of a king who's not of this world. That we make disciples of Jesus. The big temptation right now is that we probably have removed most all things that we trust and have really only allowed ourselves to be the ones we trust. And if I only trust me, this is literally the epitome of pride. If I only trust me and it's up to me to determine right, wrong, yes, no, this, that, it's just like we just said, man, we can't, we can't, we can't carry that pressure. Like, that's what just Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> We can't do that anymore. Like, it literally will drive us to our grave. Like, we can't, we can't withstand that kind of pressure. We need Jesus. We need him to lead us. We need him to influence us, to be the most influenceable person in our life, influencing person in our life. We need people around us that influence us, people that we want to look like. But none of them would ever trump or ever uh, contradict, or ever rise above the Jesus, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that leads us and guides us and directs us and corrects us and influences us. That is the most primary, start here, <laughs> if you're trying to go somewhere, right? Start here. We're all followers. Who will we follow? 
who will we look like? You get a choice. You get a choice in that. And that choice plays out every day, every, every moment. Let me just pray for you guys as we just kind of wrap up. Uh, if you could just stand up uh, wherever you're at. Close your eyes and put your hands out in front of you. You know, the funny thing, not necessarily funny, but the reality for all this to work, it requires humility. It requires a, I have a deep need for the Father. I have a deep need for something that I don't have. It requires a recognition that we don't have it all and we don't have it all figured out. So Father, we just lay our lives down and we come to you and we just say, Lord, we just have a deep need for rest. We have a deep need for truth with a capital T. We have a deep need for life with a capital L. We have a deep need for hope and joy. Yeah, we just lay ourselves down and just even remove ourselves off the altar that I am the one that I trust the most and say, even prophetically declare, and I would just charge you to prophetically declare, Lord, I trust you more than I trust myself. Would you be the Lord of my life? Would you be the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that leads me, guides me, directs me, I want to look like you, (laughs) Father. We want to look like you. We want to live in such a way that the world says, what must I do? That the world says, what is that that you are experiencing? What is that? It's the Queen of Sheba coming to Solomon. I had to come all this way to see this. We want to live our lives in such a way that is a radical impact on the world that points back to Jesus that points back to the Father. Lord, we want to live this way. Lord, help us to recognize when we have put a different, something else in a place of influence that only you should have. Lord, help us to see, to identify capital T, truth, with facts and reality. Yeah, I would just release eyes to see, ears to hear the voice of the Father, to see Jesus and to be led by the Holy Spirit in a way we've never been able to do before. We need it now. We need it now. Lord, we just love you. We bless you. Lord, I thank you for calling us to be disciples, to be followers, for, for calling us up into a life, a life abundantly, for calling us up and, 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 and desiring to, to say, let me show off the, to the world what the kingdom can look like through a people. We love you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. Hope you have a blessed Sunday. Enjoy our weird fall. (laughs) We'll see you guys. Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To stay connected with Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com.